I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to First Formation, a spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Isaiah chapter 22, verses 1 through 8. The oracle concerning the valley of vision. What do you mean that you have gone up, all of you, to the housetops, that you are full of shoutings, tumultuous city, exultant town, your slain are not slain by the sword, nor are they dead in battle. Your rulers have all fled together. They were captured without the use of a bow. All you who were found were captured, though they had fled far away. Therefore, I said, look away from me. Let me weep bitter tears. Do not try to comfort me for the destruction of my beloved people. For the Lord God of hosts has a day of tumult and trampling and confusion in the valley of vision a battering down of walls, and a cry for help to the mountains. Elam bore the quiver with chariots and cavalry, and Kerr uncovered the shield. Your choicest valleys were full of chariots, and the cavalry took their stand at the gates. He has taken away the covering of Judah. On that day you looked to the weapons of the house of the forest. First Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Now, as an elder myself and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as one who shares in the glory to be revealed, I exhort the elders among you to tend the flock of God that is in your charge, exercising the oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you do it, not for sordid gain, but eagerly. Do not lord it over those in your charge, but be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will win the crown of glory that never fades away. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders, and all of you must clothe yourselves with humility in your dealings with one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Good morning and welcome to the 19th Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. Our readings this morning come from the uh, ever-popular uh, Psalm 23, uh, Isaiah chapter 22, and 1 Peter 5. Um, the Psalm 20, 
three is I've spoken about before, but it's very popular in, uh, in the military and elsewhere. Um, but what I'm interested in talking about this morning is the reading from Isaiah um, and in the, the kind of tendency of, of any person or group of people uh, to think you know pretty highly of themselves. Um, maybe you think of uh, uh, this idea of American exceptionalism or um, manifest destiny or fill in the blank, but people do this. People have a high view of themselves. You know, we call it self-esteem and we pat people on the back for it and that's not in and of itself a bad thing. Um, as it intersects with uh, military force, that um, high esteem can blind us to the fact that sometimes we aren't the best, greatest, you know, whatever. I mean, I now, you know, I'm sure it's no deep secret that, you know, there's certain words that we say to kind of rally the base and, you know, whether that's thoughts and prayers or, or um, you know, America is the greatest nation on earth. Like, um, we we say these things and we think these things with without really engaging with them. And we think, at least since World War II, um, that our, our military is the mightiest and, and therefore, you know, uh, we can't be beaten or like we've got some you know, amount of security because of our weaponry and our, our uh, armaments and stuff. Um, and that's the problem that Egypt had over and over again in the Bible. It trusted in the strength of its chariots and the number of its warriors. And so in Isaiah, um, and it, Isaiah's not the only place, um, but it's this scene of being devastated by war. Um, it's, uh, you know, it describes Israel um, with uh, chariots filling its choicest valleys and cavalry taking stand at their gates um, and being occupied, um, you know, pretty humiliatingly. Uh, the the writer talks about weeping bitter tears um, that uh, they cannot be comforted for the destruction of my beloved people, and that that's God speaking. Um, and or I'm sorry, the oracle was saying this, and. Uh, I say this because it's it can be very difficult to imagine what it would look like for our military to fail, for all of the ideas that we tell ourselves about ourselves to one by one prove incorrect, um, for the veil to be torn away and the, the cheap r- rhetoric to um, be exposed. Um, I don't say that with the vice presidential debates last night. Um, I it is uh, it is uh, interesting that a number of commentators have said that both um, candidates, ha- you know, dodged questions and didn't really answer; just kind of stuck with their talking points and redirected questions. Um, but what happens when all of that gets torn away? You know, whether that's a family member comes down with COVID. Uh, or you lose your job with no hope for it returning. Um, similarly, with the military, what does it look like if, when we lose? I mean, Vietnam, uh, we did and we didn't, and we had this entire generation of uh, 
men, mostly men, uh, who kind of bore the brunt of that, of the inability of America to look at itself with any kind of critical awareness. Um, and uh, I think it's, I think it's unfortunate and and tragic that the the grief for that loss was exercised so poorly um, because we we could not fathom the idea that no matter how strong our military was there are some things that we just cannot win um, that you know it may not be our choicest valleys that are full of chariots uh, it may not be um, you know our own walls that are being battered down um, but that 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 realization uh, was nonetheless so hard uh, to come to that you know we kind of exported that grief upon uh, a generation of American men who went over there largely unwillingly you know we had to draft um, and who came back and had to shoulder that grief for the country because the country is unable to I don't know engage with its its own um, moral and physical finitude I suppose um, that's why the reading from first Peter um, kind of stood out to me as well um, we must clothe ourselves with humility um, not just in our dealings with one another but with our in our dealings with ourselves um, one thing that did stand out, and this I think is just uh, an outgrowth of you know politics of our day. Um, one candidate was able to look at the last several years with um, as, as with grief, with um, the realization that so much has um, that you know what we have failed to do, um, and another candidate. Um, didn't appear to have that same level of uh, grief or uh, circum, uh, not circumvention, ret uh, retrospection, I suppose. Um, and so clothing ourselves with humility includes um, understanding ourselves with a certain grain of salt, recognizing um, that uh, not only are we not God, um, but we're not necessarily, we, we certainly aren't perfect and we may not even be as strong and as, um, you know, invincible as we might think. Um, so it is important to deal with others with humility, um, but also, um, especially as it regards our military, um, that with um, Eisenhower, as he departed office, uh, he reminded us to be humble but confident with power. Um, and I think that's what I think of when I think of clothing ourselves in humility in regards to our military, whether we're in the military or we're just, you know, your average citizen thinking about what it means to be American, um, to grapple with the fact that we have and we may continue to lose wars, uh, to weep bitter tears, um, and to have our valleys not filled with, you know, milk and honey and stuff like that, but, uh, tears of, of grief um, and so I, I hope the reading this morning um, situated in our own context of you know the pandemic and everything else is a, a reminder uh, to be realistic with ourselves by 
clothing ourselves in humility and being humble uh, in our confidence. Prayer for our country from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech you that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of your favor and glad to do your will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people the multitudes brought hither out of many peoples and languages. Endure endure with the spirit of wisdom those to who in your name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to your law we may show forth your praise among nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, Fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in you to fail. All which we seek through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.